Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wake up in the morning feeling like... Waterman is extremely well. She's very slippery. You don't own me. Okay, now the tough question. Is this a try? Yes or no? Just because I'm a woman... I'm Nolly Waterman. I'm Laura Jane Jones. And this, my friends, is the Try Hard Podcast. My Corona. Oh, wow. It's a coronavirus pod. We are back. Uh, we are, we are back. staying an appropriate distance away from each other, though. I know, and I'm missing you already. It's been quite a long time. I know, Although, it's weird. I'm actually pretty... In a way, being told I've got to stay at home when you've got jet lag is an absolute winner. <laughs> Mate, you are yeah. such a slug. You love this. <laughs> I do love. I I genuinely do like uh, sleeping. But when I you were done... away, I was telling somebody how you're the only former athlete I know who still observes like off your feet time, <laughs> and how you write that into your daily schedule, despite the fact that you don't have Hang a tennis match at the end of the week. Hang on a sec, mate. I went for a run this morning. Did you? Yes, yes, I did. I've done fourteen thousand steps today. How on earth did you do fourteen thousand steps? Because I've I've started my new job. Because obviously my life is that, is, what, is that walking two hours. My oh please don't don't even start about them. Um, that is not for Should the pod. Tell people who, well, oh, may I? I feel like I can't because they're not my dogs and they're not the person I was with dogs either. So I can't bad mouth third-party dogs but one thing i will say is of all the breeds of dogs in the world chihuahua is the last one i'm ever going to have um, do you love even more now yeah and and peggy and nelly like i'm just you you don't know what you've got until you're experiencing something else i'm gonna i'm gonna have to say that because yeah they are not my jam at all but maybe dog walker is going to be on the list of new careers i'll try during this period of testing times i've obviously completely wiped my diary out as i know you have um with work because of the nature of our jobs so today i basically acted as an au pair for my friends (laughs) and those kids have destroyed me i don't know how people do it like they the so Winnie is one and Noah is three and Noah just moaned about everything like everything I did he moaned about and told me that he was going to tell his mother and father and that I was making him angry 
um the i started the day by putting him in the double buggy of which he told me that his grandma never never makes him go in the push chair so he didn't speak to me for 45 minutes well at least it was probably a quiet walk yeah but he's three years old like for a three-year-old to be that headstrong to do that so i basically walked like i circumnavigated a part of cardiff went to the park um double buggies are real heavy really heavy and there's a lot of hills in Landeth, and my legs like i didn't know that i had like i think i knew i had calf muscles but i think i've got quads as well and then like my legs i've had to have a bath my legs are burning i'm in agony so i'm gonna i'm gonna cross off au pair that's not gonna be my new career during this period and also the other thing as well is that all of this stuff about washing your hands and like not touching your face now without sounding like a massive idiot i don't touch my face a lot anyway because i'm very aware of my skin regime but like toddlers put their fingers in your mouth in your eyes (laughs) so i've definitely got it after today oh i haven't been shopping though have you done that yet have you done Uh, a bulk buy no i haven't done a bulk buy i genuinely needed to go and get just some various bits and pieces i've been away so the, the house needed stocking up other things that i normally buy because simona doesn't buy the the usual like house bits yeah um i was mortified at the fact like i actually did need to buy loo paper and then was like embarrassed getting a four pack anyway i've just been looking at it for um, my mum and dad's <laughs> genuine well i was so the whole thing about like pasta and stuff i i didn't think all of this was real until you step into a supermarket and experience it and I I honestly was laughing as I was walking around at just the most ridiculous things that people were buying I was like you're you're not gonna eat it you you." and to the point where I stood in the pasta like dried food aisle and this woman obviously said to her husband or, or partner we need to get dry food and he was like okay no worries he picked up kuas kuas and I was, and he's like, I don't what? know what this is. And he was like, What's Kuas? Couscous. Oh, wow. <laughs> he said, What's this? I don't know what it is. And she went, well, I don't know, but we'll just get it anyway. And wow. I honestly, I honestly had to go back down the aisle because I was sniggering. Why so were you in the pasta aisle? There's nothing more disappointing than your friend having an Italian partner and them not eating pasta. <laughs> like every time I come to your house, I feel like I this was... is going to be the time we have pasta and we never have it, ever. I was i wasn't there to buy the pasta it was just i don't know why i found myself there i don't know what i was doing in the aisle i have to tell you a story about the coolest coolest you're gonna enjoy this so my mum hasn't been taking it very seriously and then all of a sudden at the tail end of last week i think basically when the game got cancelled she flipped into like panic mode and i got this really like panicked phone call from my mum who was in aldi to tell me the corned beef had all sold out (laughs) And then she was really smug no, about please, it, and she was like, please. "It's so versatile." Oh no! Is it because everyone thinks it's the war again? <laughs> well, I, I tell you Russia, what, there is, mate, I, there is Russia. no desperation I could hit where I would eat corned beef. <laughs> I, I mean that. Oh god! Well, anyway, I actually got. I also got accused of stockpiling. Wait, I, what did you buy? So. I, I kind of, I hate going to Boots or Superdrug. 
Yeah. I feel like it's something where it's always going to cost me quite a bit of money because I just have to go in and I get everything. Yeah. And I do just buy everything because most of the time it's three for two. So then mm-hmm. you debate, do I get three or do I get six? So I never have that. I well, always think, do I want because, two shampoos or two conditioners? Well, my shampoo and conditioner isn't... It's not expensive but it's not the cheap one and it you got two for eight quid so I was like right do I get four or do I get six (laughs) because I go through it quite quickly I can't be bothered to go back to Superdrug um and normally when I'm away I take a couple so they're in my wash bag ready to take I got six no three shampoos three conditioners so yeah. like six things yeah. i got a couple of deodorants um a couple of other bits <laughs> and pieces just random stuff that i need face wipes just a couple of those um and got to the till and the lady said oh are you stockpiling and but i looked at her stockpile I was like, shampoo and conditioner <laughs> i genuinely was like uh, no no i i doing it because of the deals and then i was like oh god i sound like my mum like That's what so on weird. earth are you stockpiling anyway. i um i went to iceland on sunday morning i got in there at about 10 to 11 so they'd been open for 20 minutes and they said they'd had people queuing outside there wasn't a basket or a trolley to be had and <laughs> it looked like it had been looted like the freezers were open, there was nothing in them, and randomly. What do you mean? There's nothing in them. That Iceland is only freezer stuff. That's what I mean. All the freezers were empty, but randomly, <laughs> everything was sold out, bar the one thing that, like, I use as a like. I'm a massive fan of the Iceland warehouse. I think it's a fantastic value for money place, and a lot of people are snobby about it. I would blame that on Kerry Katona being on the adverts all those years ago. But the thing that I always say to people is, right, go give it a try. What I will say is they sell frozen Greg's pasties and sausage rolls. Um, hang on. Can I just stop you? Yeah. Why do you sound like Bryn from... Um... <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? Gavin and Stacey. Yeah, right. Okay, then. <laughs> Have I ever told you about when um, we went to watch... So um, Rob Brydon plays in the... Uh, celeb cup which is a golf tournament at the celtic manor every summer and a friend of ours was playing in it so dad and i went to watch and we were within the ropes so we walked the course with rob bryden and gareth bale in the final and gareth bale was like oh yeah i'm off to um this is about four years ago i'm off to china for a pre-season camp and rob bryden was like look i don't want to sound showy but if I can give you one piece of advice, upgrade yourself to premium economy. You will not regret it. <laughs> and he's like, if you're worried about saving money, get a friend to take you to the airport because that's where they make their money, on that parking. My dad was like bent double laughing as we were walking around the Celtic Manor. It's still like, he is so funny. So funny. Uh, yeah, no, I, I actually think he makes Gavin and Stacey. Oh, yeah. Anyway, talking about random crap, um, that's basically all I've been I've, that's all I've been doing is procrastinating the last few days. Apart hey, from you a, do a little that bit when of shopping. we don't have coronavirus. Well, so. I know. So I've got quite a lot on, and I'm really hoping that my level four mentor Neville isn't listening because <laughs> that's and my auntie because she's my accountant. He knows I need to get work in. It hasn't been done, so I thought, right, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get my receipts sorted. I'm going to get that done. Yeah. 
And I, I cleaned my kitchen. I emptied all of the cupboards and... Um, Did you find your other iPod? No, not found oh, that yet. No. Um, but I did find out the other day you could buy just one, which is helpful. And then he asked me which one. <laughs> That's not helpful because I didn't know. Anyway, I was looking through food, right? And I, <laughs> I'm real. I'm really bad. I don't, I don't like throwing stuff away. I think it's really bad. I think yeah. obviously you try not to do that. But there's certain things that get pushed to the back of the cupboards. I mean, this is how much I was, I was not wanting to do my work. I cleaned the cupboards, took everything out, and cleaned the cupboards. What? How far back do you reckon the food goes? Um, how long have you lived in that house? Four years? Uh, nearly three. So three years, I'd hope. No, not bad. April 2018. Mate, like, do you uh, know what? The only reason I've, like, underplayed that, not to black cat this story, but when mum and dad moved to their current house, so we've moved a lot growing up, and... When they moved and I was helping them pack up the kitchen, I've still got a photo of it on my phone, which I will put on our social media accounts. I found a packet of, um, like, sweet and sour mix that went out of date in September 1999. We'd moved three (laughs) times since it had gone out of date. That's unbelievable. It's horrendous. I I told my mum and she was like, Nolly, that is not old. I was like, oh, okay. The worst bit is, it's vegetable gravy. Who eats vegetable gravy? Like, vegetable gravy. I'm not being funny. They put a, like, out of date on it to sell more. You'd be safe eating that. I hope you didn't throw it away. Um, I reckon you'd be safe. What's going to make you ill in vegetable gravy granules? Well, just the actual gravy granules. I mean, why they're in my house, I have no idea. Yeah, because the other thing as well for the listeners to be aware of is you and Simone eat the driest dinners in the world. Like, you do not have sauces or gravies on your food. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I do enjoy a condiment. I just don't enjoy a condiment as much as When you you were away and Simone made me dinner, um, he tried... Oh, I haven't told you about this. I got to your house and Simone went... You made him open the What? You made him open the Nando sauce. Yeah, I did. I was like, am I meant to eat this dry? But he also, I got there and he went, LJ, I've bought a pheasant. I was like, what, is it in the garden? He was like, no, for dinner. I was like, I don't want that. Can I have sausages? I actually had a pork pie. It was delicious. Um, But yeah, he was going to give me a pork pie and a rosti with no sauce on it. So, Well, what should we talk about while I was... The reason why I was away, um, rather than just keep talking complete rubbish. It also sounded a little bit like I was carrying on with your partner behind your back then. So just to qualify that, you oh, were no, in Canada at the Sevens, in Vancouver, at BC Place. Ha- yep, that HSBC. stadium's awesome, isn't it? Like, how amazing is it? Um, it? It's good to be there not on morphine, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, so the last time I was there, I... Unfortunately, did we talk about this on the last podcast? Not on the last one, but we have talked about it. Yeah, so um, for anyone that hasn't caught up on those, um, I... You've got a lot of time on your hands now, guys, so... (laughs) Yeah, um, feel free to catch up on them and I'll tell you the same story twice. Um, I was over there having come back from God knows how many months out with my knee injury, um, sad times, all excited to be playing, went to LA, had the best time ever in LA, played over there, then went to Vancouver 
played out in this like random place. The weather was terrible, but the semi-final and final, woo, were going to be played in BC Place. Yeah. Unfortunately, in the quarterfinal, I broke my cheek in three places um, and had a compressed cheekbone. Is that so why you're so ugly now? Uh, it's unbelievable how beautiful I actually am. But um, yeah, so went to hospital, missed the semi-final because I was sleeping from all of the morphine. But then decided actually I needed some fresh air and I'd go down to the stadium uh, pretty high as a kite, pretty concussed um, for the final to watch the girls. Can't really remember much. There's some great photos of me with some big Pepsi bottle and some popcorn and all sorts enjoying the rugby. But yeah, um, to be fair, it was unbelievable. Like, I'm like super lucky to be there with HSBC as an ambassador because you get to not just be in a suite looking after their guests you also get to do stadium tours and take people behind the scenes um, go down to their hot seats so you're literally pitch side um, as all the flame flares are going up and whilst Canada were playing and the boys just absolutely smashed it out of the park um, the Canadian boys yeah. and um, yeah them getting through to a cup semi and then winning the third fourth um was just unreal and they well, beat south africa they beat they beat fiji um and then they beat south africa in third fourth so yeah also, the place was absolutely there, spent a bit of time with one of my absolute favorite people on the seventh circuit and we're going to bring you an interview uh with her in a second but before we talk about that and then you tell me all about what you actually got up to in canada should we have a little chat about match point because I feel like you've skirted over this, and I feel like you're doing <laughs> that it, because noticed. you're trying to you're trying to steal my moment of glory. Because Match Pint have officially called the leagues. So, despite the fact that we are hoping to finish the Six Nations later this year, they have decided that the league standings as they are today are how they finish. Which means I have won the Legends League. Mate, how you even got on there, I have no idea. Neither do I. Neither do I. It's a joke. <laughs> it is an absolute joke. But I've still won it, so... Tell you what, Michelle Blair, LJ at the top, Wartman coming in second, Shanklin coming in third. Where's Flats? Not quite sure. Not I think quite you forgot sure. to do a few games. Oh, I haven't told you. an absolute you. stinker. But yes, congratulations. Thank and you. also, to be fair, I was I was kind of seeing whether you'd notice, but we need to give a huge shout out to our own league with the tryhards because there's three girls in the top three. Oh, yeah. And not only that, the person that won it is a wasp. Yeah, Kate Hallett. Who is actually Absolute also ledge. a massive tryhard. Yeah, ultimate tryhard. Ultimate tryhard. Um, and she's got three perfect predictions. We even, I think we said that she'd won a round when she hadn't. She'd just, yeah. just been like slowly creeping away, getting getting great, great scores each week and cumulatively has won it. So has won the main prize, which we will be sending to her because I can't go down the club. Cheers, <laughs> England Rugby. Um, got to pay for a pay for a stamp um but second of all is sophie bridano um awesome work sophie if you can slide into the dms um be much appreciated because we'd like to send you some gifts yeah. um and um, thirdly um with me, I, it was oh. me wasn't it? I came third at the tryhards league well done do me want, what gifts do you want 
Um, seeing as I've got, fives. I've got a hundred pairs of try-hard socks in my flat currently. <laughs> um, but that probably brings us on to exciting news. We are obviously absolutely gutted that we've had to cancel the podcast on Friday night, but let's face it, it's pretty much the norm in terms of everything that's going on at the moment. Um, but we we have got a load of new stash. We've got these absolutely epic crew socks that say Team Tryhards on. Um, send us your coronavirus sob stories on social media. Send us your tryhards tales and we'll send a few out to you. Uh, the ones that we like the best. The socks are amazing. I'll put some pictures up at some point this week. Um, let's face it, I've got plenty of time on my hands to make a promo video. So um, <laughs> we will get them up and out there. Um, I, I had to tell you, so obviously England, Wales, I was with um, the Hask because I was working for HSBC also. And I, before the game, I was like, oh, I just don't know what to put as my prediction on match pint. And he was like, oh, to be honest, like, I don't really bother with it. And I was like, oh, what? Knowing full well that the House of Rugby Boys are also match pint affiliated. And I was like, oh, really? And he was like, yeah, I don't bother with it. Like, sometimes I remember, sometimes I don't. And I was like, oh, God, I take this really seriously. So I put my score in and then we were watching the game. And in the second half, he starts like jumping around and he's like, oh, oh, I've gone. I've gone for England by 10 on match pint. He tried to throw me off the scent. <laughs> so he knew I was top of the Legends League and he was trying to make out that he wasn't playing it seriously so that I didn't do my prediction and slipped from the top spot. Wow. But, you know, hopefully I get a trophy or a crown or something and I will wear that the next time I see him. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I genuinely can't believe you have won the Legends League. Neither can I, considering how badly I did during the World Cup. Yeah, and we're like that we're one and two. Like, I genuinely... <laughs> Come on, the girls. Come on, the girls. Talking of girls, right, tell everybody who our next interview is with. Well, so for the HBC Sevens in Vancouver, um, as I've already spoke about, so you do loads of stuff at the stadium... Um, and we did loads of stuff outside the stadium. So they do a shared ton of work and they support so much grassroots stuff um, in pretty much all of the communities um, that are especially associated with the Sevens um, series. <laughs> um, and normally I get to hang out with Bride Abano and we go off and do coaching and bits and pieces um, together. But this time I got to hang out with two girls um and well and a boy as well and two boys but um yeah Jis Lane Landry and Bianca Farella Bianca Farella um, two of the superstars from Canadian women's um sevens team Bian Bianca is a try scoring machine and Jis Lane is their El Capitano um so yeah had an awesome time with them um and I think we should hear from from Jis Lane herself have you sanitized these microphones? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's a big weekend back in England um, around the Six Nations because of our little local derby of England-Wales. But being over in Vancouver for the HSBC World 7 Series uh, Canada 7s, I have got the absolute pleasure of spending a bit of time with someone that I probably had the most amount of battles with um and which is quite good because we're both about the same size so it's basically like two terriers going full at it for I think about 13 years of my career I have been joined on the podcast by the legendary Gislaine Landry from Canada Rugby hello welcome to Try Hard's podcast hello thanks for having me well you know what it's an absolute pleasure because we've just had a nice little chin wag on a coffee before recording this um but we're both here in the Hex Suite um, with HSBC. And you're looking in good nick because you're on your 17th preseason this year, aren't you? <laughs> 17th, yeah. It's been um, a tough a tough couple months for us, obviously with the break in the World 7 Series that, you know, means a lot more training for everybody, which is obviously fun, but tough. And um, in terms of how you're performing as a squad this year three out of five finals um your performance and I'm going to say you embarrass you a little bit but I think one of the absolutely outstanding performers across the whole of the series at the moment what is happening in in Langford at the moment why are you now all of a sudden consistently making all of these finals what is going on yeah a little flattery for that so thank you um (laughs) Honestly, it's just, you know, we've been at this for so long and we, we have one of the more experienced teams now on the World Series and a lot of work goes into that and the girls are really finding their stride. Some of our young ones are playing out of their skin right now and, you know, some of our older girls who have been at it have the experience and have been able to, to keep pushing the limits and, you know, we're pretty happy with where we're at but we're obviously looking for a little bit more. And in with regards to the, the series, there's an extra couple of legs this year got to play in Cape Town for the first time how was it to do back-to-back Dubai Cape Town alongside the guys yeah well you'll remember the old back-to-back it's, <laughs> it's a kick in the pants um, on the body but being in Cape Town for the first time was amazing like the rugby history there is huge um, and to kind of be part of the story of women's rugby there you know they've they've had a tough road for sure and a lot of those athletes have been at this for just as long as we were um but haven't got the credit and haven't been given the same opportunities to, to be part of that and to be there and hopefully help grow the women's game for them was was pretty special for me. And, you know, it's it's like big picture. It, it's pretty cool to be involved. And is it actually strange, the fact that you're one of the old girls now on tour? <laughs> I feel like I've been one of the old girls for a few years now. You've got a wise head, but, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, there's a, there's a handful of us that have been around for a while, um, and we definitely... 
We definitely joke about it with each other around the world. And, well, we can mention it. I'm going to bring it up early. <laughs> um, the number of battles that we had on the field with Canada, and in particular, like we play, I think every game, if they moved me to nine, you ended up being at nine. If you moved and played at centre, you were at centre. Um, I'm just tracking you, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... We'll take away the elephant in the room. You did beat us in probably one of the biggest games that we both had in our career in the third, fourth playoff in the Olympic Games. You went home with the bronze medal. Um, did. Which, you know what, I love the... Well, unfortunately, the battles for us, we used to win one, you would win one. Oh, We'd win insane. one, you'd win one. And unfortunately, we got the order wrong. We needed to change the order going into yeah. the Olympics. Yeah, you pumped us in the pool game. Like, absolutely demolished us and... Like any good, I think, rivalry, it, it built us up a little bit. We were we were angry and disappointed in that performance, and we knew it was all on the line for that last one. And as an athlete, for you, how special was the Olympic Games? Uh, it was so cool. Um, in Canada, the Olympics are so big, like so important. Everyone pays attention. It doesn't matter what the sport, swimming, diving, artistic swimming, like everything, people pay attention. And to have rugby on that stage was a game changer for us. So many people that had never even heard of rugby were now watching rugby, falling in love with rugby, um, having their daughters fall in love with rugby. So for us, it was a huge game changer back home. And the guys weren't in um, Rio. So Correct. it was you guys flying the flag. Yes. Um, yeah, we were the, the highlight from, you know, Rugby Canada standpoint for sure. And did it make a difference? Because I think... From our perspective, winning a medal at the um, at the World Cup in 15, silver wasn't good enough for us. We had to go right to gold for people to yeah. stand up and take note. But for a non a non uh, rugby kind of nation, that it, it is growing and we, you're getting there. But how how much influence did it have coming home with that medal? Yeah, I mean, you'll know. Like when you're at the Olympics, you're in such a bubble and you really have no idea what's going on back home and all the Canadian media is geo-blocked, so you really, like, you don't know. Your phone's turned off, you've got a separate phone, and we came home to so many new fans, people stopping us in the street, um, and, yeah, just, like, such an excitement. I considered retiring after the Olympics, and, like, that buzz was really what fueled me to, to go again because it was... Four a, years, mate, that's oh, a man. long time. <laughs> at, at, the, <laughs> at the time, I committed to two years, um, <laughs> But, you know, once you get to two years out from the Olympics, it's hard to hard to walk away. And, I mean, I said as long as I was happy and playing at a level that I wanted to and my body was still in, generally speaking, one piece, I'd keep going. So here we are. And, mate, I, I watch with utter admiration <laughs> because you are playing some of your best rugby, um, which I think is a credit to, to your program um, in terms of, bringing the the best out of you but actually to keep competing on this stage which is fast and furious I look at it I'm like I, I get tired just jogging to the side to get a water bottle now let alone running around with all these youngsters yeah it's crazy I mean they need three minutes to warm, warm up every day and I'm you know pushing <laughs> 20 minutes to warm up John's on my on my case about getting into this drills in the session earlier but yeah it's tough I mean at the end of the day I can barely make it up the stairs um but like you said, the program itself, like we've got younger girls pushing. And for me, that's, you know, keeping me and making me get better. And, you know, one day I will step away and it'll be their turn to, to rise and shine for sure. But right now it is fueling me. And I said if I was happy and, and playing at a level and right now it's it's so exciting. The World Series is is so competitive and like every year it just keeps getting better. So 
I'm lucky that I've been able to, to keep up. Um, one thing that anyone watching your team, um, I mean, you're fast and physical. Um, we've got Bianca joining us in the suite um, with HSBC this weekend, um, who's a tri-scoring machine, um, massive quads. Um, but John Tate, your coach, is probably what he's uh, at least eight and a half foot tall. You're, you're four <laughs> yeah. foot, so there's quite a big difference. <laughs> there's something that you have done for years now as a team and to start off with I remember looking and thinking what are they doing you're breathing now I genuinely think you're the first team to do that we're actually the second okay so I don't know what year it was but I watched the South African men do it um and I was like that's brilliant how is no one else taking note and why is no one else doing this like you know seven minutes of rugby you of sevens you are done and then you come into the halftime huddle and everyone's like panting and trying to get water in and can't get a full breath. And so I watched South African men do it. And I think it was one or two tournaments of watching them. And I knew, you know, and they've been one of the best teams in the world for a long time. So I brought it to, to the staff and said, I think we should do this. And it got embraced. And as a, as a coach, he knew he noticed right away that like girls actually could pay attention and listen way better. Just three breaths. That's all it took to slow everyone down quiet the group and and quiet everyone's mind i mean it does look like he's having a chill out time with his daughters because yeah. <laughs> he is so tall but one of the nicest guys um i think on the circuit always got time to say hi and stuff but as a coach um is there anything that because he's been around for a fair amount of time mm-hmm. is there anything you've noticed about him to develop you guys because it's not just about the players developing and progressing the coaches has got to allow that and they've got to go away and do their homework and grow as a as an as a manager as well is there anything that yeah, he's well, done that you've noticed <laughs> when he came in he had always worked with men okay. so the first couple of years was a was a pretty steep learning curve <laughs> for him um in terms of communicating and coaching with women like he learned pretty quick he's got three daughters himself so has he? we joke that like we're preparing him for <laughs> you know those teenage years for his his daughters um but yeah he had to learn kind of how to communicate with us because that's such a big part of coaching and interacting with the team so you know every year he keeps getting better at that and um to keeping to stay you know relevant in sevens like the game really has changed like we watch video from five years ago not even like four years ago and it's almost unrecognizable what the skills are doing in the athletes so um he's done well obviously to to keep pushing us and you know we push him back a little bit um (laughs) but I think it's a good dynamic because we all need to keep getting better and maybe that's a good kind of segue into the fact that tomorrow is international women's day yeah. i love the fact that we've made it international women's day week um we have it will yeah, be international women's day month i'm sure by <laughs> next year um but i went to um an event with hsbc um earlier in the week and it was talking about balance um for you guys you're leading the way for rugby canada now we're here watching the boys perform and it's a sellout crowd um but how important is it for companies like hsbc to be stepping forward and providing opportunities because your rookie rugby program has got ninety-one thousand kids involved and over half of them are women so like how is what they're doing kind of impacting what you do obviously at the elite side oh well it's an incredible stat i found out i think last week those numbers and having been involved for so long even i was mind blown that over you know half are women or young girls involved and you know to have hsbc involved and really pushing everything forward like it's massive and 
we need people in powerful positions to support us and like we know we know how good it can be um but it really does take a large group of people to to push it forward um this is one of the biggest weekends of rugby in Canada, but I say one of because I think our tournament also yeah, is, buddy. is one of the biggest I love Langford. Weekends. It's the only tournament we won. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. you guys have had a lot of success, and it's such a unique event. Like, the stands are two meters away from the field. Yeah. You can, it's loud down it's there. It's loud, it's intense, it's intimate, and it's really grown over the last couple of years, which, again, shows the momentum of the women's game here. And. Let's talk. We're going to fast forward because you're in this preseason because unfortunately Hong Kong and Singapore have been postponed. But I mean, your lungs must be taking an absolute hammer. Is it lungs or legs for you? Which goes first? Depends on the session, really. Like, <laughs> it really depends. But yeah, we're getting we're getting put to work for sure. Um, a mid-season preseason is great for the staff and absolute <laughs> gutting for the players. But you're doing it because of Tokyo. Yes. And to be able to go to a second Olympic Games, um, I think as as a team that's not only pushing for a medal but to push for for the for the gold shiny one, um, what are you most looking forward to? I think, oh, you know, it, it it goes straight to my heart. Like it's it's such an opportunity, and it's something that as a kid I I watched Canadian athletes stand on the podium and have the flag get raised and sing your national anthem and like I got, have, I got goosebumps yeah yeah I know it, there's something special and different about the Olympics so I think to give ourselves the opportunity to play in that gold medal final would be like the ultimate and then you know once you're in the final anything anything can happen and is there any Olympians that you think it would be super cool to bump into or be inspired by is there anyone they don't have to be Canadian is there anyone you think yeah that would be cool if I'm in the dinner queue with them I was in Rio, we saw Usain Bolt. Um, obviously, he won't be in uh, – well, maybe he will be, but probably he won't be in Tokyo. But, yeah, just the buzz around it. Like, he, there's some pretty incredible figures that show up for the Olympic Games. Serena Williams hopefully will be there. Um, yeah, it's just – it's cool to be among so many great, great athletes that for a long the time you've The size and shape. With the yeah, ones that's like, what I've heard. The summer the gymnast, games. Yeah, yeah. The, with – I remember standing like, behind the American gymnastics team. Like just four up, feet tall. Yeah, but Simone Miles is literally pure muscle, and they're just, yeah. but they're teeny tiny. And mm-hmm. it's not until you stand next to them you realize how small they are. And then the swimmers and the basketball players with size 18 feet. And, yeah. yeah, and it's cool. Like it's That's one of the reasons that we all fell in love with rugby is because you're embracing all kinds of skills and bodies and, and athletes, and the Olympics is like such a beautiful representation of like – these incredible bodies that were kind of made to do such slam each other on the things. floor, run, yeah. <laughs> run into each other, run around each other. Um, but well, yeah, both of us have definitely developed footwork to avoid that contact. That's the secret, guys. <laughs> well, look, I really, really hope you continue your incredible form. It has been a pleasure um, to, I wouldn't say play against you for a long time, um, but to be able to spend this weekend with you alongside I think you offended me more than... <laughs> any other player in the history of my career it's because i don't like being tackled yeah. that's why um i really wish you the best of luck for the next few tournaments um but mainly the olympic games and i hope as you beat us in team in rio you go one better or two better um and get a go two better two yeah. better thank you so so much Gislaine landry is like the old head of the seven series but still young compared to you how does that make you feel <laughs> ha, 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 very funny you know what it was honestly 
such a good laugh getting to know her off the field like we had so many battles um on the field and I don't know I suppose we probably we did say hi and we kind of acknowledged each other but they kept themselves themselves obviously I was pretty quiet and uh, pretty timid on the circuit as well always. um always uh but yeah, to actually get to know the players on a personal level um, was wicked. And we sat and chatted for about two and a half, three hours, um, just talking all sorts of stuff. And I think what was fascinating was what you can actually get from speaking to someone from the same sport that's been through the same stuff, that has the same but different um, challenges with yeah. their like governing body and especially within the women's <laughs> game and we were kind of saying that how cool would it be to get the kind of the older group of players from each of the nations just to sit down and have a chin wag and it was yeah. like it was honestly really good fun um, it was wicked to get to know Bianca she's she's actually really quiet she's really like really lovely she's totally opposite to what she's like on the rugby field because um, she's an and, absolute uh, animal like, not just that she is a try scoring machine She's got such an edge to her as well, like on the field. Yeah, she's so sweet, so lovely. Um, Did a wicked job. Both of them did a really, really good job um, in, you know, the coaching. um, And there was loads of stuff on International Women's Day. Um, So, yeah, I think they thought I was a little bit bonkers, but it was really cool to work with them. And and actually also got to work with another Canadian who I think you know, Jamie Cudmore. Yeah, my old pal Jamie Cudmore. He's um, a giant. He is huge. Giant. And but he's like the smallest of his three brothers as well. Did you know that? Uh yeah. Well he told me about his brother, Daniel Cudmore, who was an X Men. Do you know what his name was in X Men? Oh no, I don't. Oh See, Can I'm, you work more, it out? I'm more Marvel than DC. So oh. yeah. Sorry. Can you work it out at all? No. Kind of this will, the name will emphasise just how big the Cudmore brothers are. The giant? Colossus. Colossus. <laughs> um, so Jamie was coaching with Serevi, I was coaching with Ghislaine, which was wicked fun. Um, and we all stood together for a photo and Ghislaine and I looked like the participants next to Jamie because he was so is tiny as well, isn't she? <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I always thought that because I've had dysmorphia thinking I was really big, but I'm actually just the same size as her. Um, a little bit chubbier, a little bit softer around the edges. Um, so yeah, anyway, it was nice to meet him. It was really cool to work with them all. Um, Brian went over and above on the old, um, budgie smugglers such and, a tryhard he is such yeah, a tryhard i know but i need to beat him on that i need to get something better than skiing down um the mountain in just your budgie smugglers i i don't want to do that myself it wouldn't be appropriate for anybody <laughs> or nice see? for anyone um i did when i was 12 what about like no olympic high diving well, no, I'm not feeling like I need to do that. I'm feeling like I need to do something on the next sevens trip, whenever that is. Whenever that is. Uh, a very good point. Well, October. October seems to be the month. Oh, it's insane. So Halloween is going to be Super Saturday, which I'm absolutely buzzing for, because you know I love a Halloween fancy dress. Um, <laughs> That's just made me think of us on Halloween in Japan. Um, lol, sorry. Um, it's made me really giggle. Um i yeah super saturday halloween themed love that 
Well, there's that. There's also Hong Kong Sevens has been postponed to then. The HSBC Singapore Sevens has been um, postponed till then. Um, Basically every sport at the London Marathon. I, I feel like everyone is going to be going absolutely mental worldwide if these actually all go ahead. I, I don't think it's going to be like complete and utter so like being sober all month all summer and then just hitting it hitting it large and, well don't forget i go to disney world the last week of september so huh, what a time early. to be alive for me eh? what a time to be alive um do you think the olympics are going to go ahead well it was it was interesting speaking to um Gislaine about the olympics and obviously <laughs> their their preps and and, and it was you know it brought back quite a bit of emotion for me because obviously they were the team that, that beat us in the third, fourth. And yeah. it's strange, really, because I'm not actually that upset about that anymore. Um, but it, it was more like the the good times. And, you know, and she's talking about people that she's going to meet, like, met and is yeah. looking forward to meeting and being in the Olympic Village and all of that. It brought back so many cool, like, thoughts. And then it was kind of, we did actually talk a little bit, but... Yeah, about the Olympics going on. The IOC actually made a statement today that the Games are currently going ahead and they're not going to put a timeline on when they're going to potentially cancel it. Um, the difficult thing with an Olympic Games, and obviously you're very aware of this as an athlete, and I think perhaps there's a disconnect for more casual sports fans. Um, my, I know, uh, you know you're aware that a very good friend of mine, MJ, um, is a multi-Olympic <laughs> gold medalist and former world record holder. Michael Johnson. Yeah, wow. just for anyone who doesn't know that I've got a very close friendship with him. Um, but when we were chatting in Hong Kong last year, he said that at that point, out from an Olympic Games, when he was competing, he would have known exactly what he was doing every day up until the Games. And that was two years out. And it's all like 18 months out. And it's, you know, the, you cannot, because of athletes peaking at certain times and stuff, it's not as simple as saying, okay, well, we're going to do it in November instead. It will skew results beyond recognition. Yeah, I, I don't know whether they would, I don't know whether they would postpone it or whether they'd just cancel it. Um, I don't think... I don't, I don't know. Um, it is going to be really challenging, I think the hardest thing now is can teams get if if you're in a team sport can you get together and yeah. can you train um, well we obviously i mean it hasn't been confirmed who the scottish player was who had um coronavirus but obviously within rugby circles we a few of us perhaps know and and there's a question mark over whether uh they had been in the gb camp that had met for the sevens so you, you've already got that issue as well. And obviously, uh, without getting too kind of in-depth about it, we know that Boris has said that certain parts of the UK are progressing quicker than others. So that's a real risk, isn't it? Bringing people together from different places. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, it, obviously, it's just mad to think because I so after Vancouver I had a trip over to San Diego um to see one of my besties Mick Staniford or Mick Bidewell now um because she's married to um the amazing Emily and um Emily runs the high performance program for women's rugby in USA rugby and so I was chatting to her at, at length about you know the different protocols they've got in place um there was some um 
they've announced obviously the barbarians are going over there would that carry on um they've got summer tours they've got other fixtures that are all kind of in plan so we were talking about that and then we were also talking about her day-to-day which is based around the sevens program yeah and the the time um they had jamaica over um and ridiculously it was absolutely nailing it down in rain unfortunately (laughs) yep jamaica chose the wrong time to be there um yeah and anyway um talking about individual athletes and how the mood in the camp is obviously um swaying to you know the potential of the olympic games being cancelled and how (laughs) that actually is massively upsetting for people you know i was really lucky that i got back from my injury Um, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity for me at my time at the age of 31 um obviously could have put my hat in the ring if i'd actually carried on training yeah and absolutely Absolutely. i need to be captain this time around surely (laughs) i don't think there's any question over Um, that mate so don't don't uh, you worry hashtag no chance um but um yeah and and actually how upsetting it is for athletes you know they, they missed out on rio potentially going to be too old for the next games um and this is their only opportunity to become an olympian and mm-hmm. and and we've spoken about him before but you know in canada and america and and certain countries being an olympian is the be all and end of that is everything to them it's also probably the quite moment. different from when you were playing in that you are somebody who enjoyed great success in both formats whereas now we're seeing players who are so much more specialized it's not like they're aiming for World Cups. So to miss out on yeah. the Olympic Games is going to be the pinnacle of their career. And yeah, horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Yeah, it's, it's really bad. And that's kind of... You're only just starting to to think, like tip the iceberg when you're looking at everything that goes into an Olympic Games, when you're looking at the athlete and the final moment that that person gets to... Um, achieve potentially an Olympic medal um, and you think from the, it's not just the fact that from the personal experience of going to Olympic Games becoming an Olympian those moments where people become medalists are moments that change people's lives forever you know Absolutely. you've only got to look at Australian women's rugby on the back of the, the sevens girls getting gold and those girls are on the front cover of Vogue magazine Charlotte Caslick yeah. has got over a hundred odd thousand followers on Instagram helped by the fact she wears a bikini but um, <laughs> but massive sponsorship deals huge exposure on a global scale and that's just completely stripped away. And then you look at the money that has gone in to those people. I mean, yeah. we're looking at we're looking at not just four years, but eight, twelve years yeah. that some athletes have been prepped to go to this games. You know, that's how long it is. It's not a four year cycle for some people. No. It's an eight year cycle, a twelve year cycle because they've been recognised at such a young age. So, yeah, it's um, it's kind of hard to believe that that might not happen. Um, but in light of how everything's been dealt with you kind of feel like the drastic measures and people's actually listen to what the government and the scientists are saying yeah. um then maybe they can knock it on the head and we can have an olympics and it can be amazing who knows i know that you have had quite a good idea which is rare for you um you in light of us all procrastinating a bit and spending probably a lot of time on social media i know that i have certainly fallen into the trap of reading lots of coronavirus stuff and it's put me in a very negative headspace i i have been extremely anxious about it but we said we were going to give a shout out to a few social media accounts that have 
perhaps cheered us up or made us feel quite positive, things like that. So you go first. You put the first one out there. Okay, my first one is Joanna Dombrowski. Um, underscore not your babe, and your is you are. So underscore not your babe. Um, Joe regularly puts the most random stuff on her stories. Um, she's quite a feminist um, and pretty likes likes to put stuff out there. Do you know who um, the only yeah. American funnier than Joe Dombrowski who I've met in real life is? Who's that? Joe Dombrowski's mum. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally twins. They're just They're amazing. Like... Joe Dombrowski is my favourite American in the world. Bar none. Wow. It... Bar Michael Johnson? No. Like, I, I'm so... MJ, I'm Soz. Like, Soz and Chips. <laughs> um, but, no, like, Joe Dombrowski... We talked about her on the Nike podcast the other day, if you guys are slightly wondering who she is. Just for your own mental health, sanity, well-being, go and follow her because she is an absolute legend. A legend <laughs> so of your own you, lifetime. You said that um, you've got some positivity from yeah, somebody. Yeah, so I started following um, Lucy Lord. She's Lord Lucy on Instagram. She's, oh, uh, see what she did there? Yeah, see what she did there. <laughs> uh, mate, she's a Gloucester Heartbreed grad. Yeah, okay. so no, you love that. Um, but she, do you know what? She just oozes like positivity, mindfulness, and like that kind of paying it forward mentality. And I kind of need a dose of that on my social media because I, I have been in the doldrums of emotion in the past few days because of everything that's going on. And I think it's very easy to follow accounts that don't always make you feel great about yourself despite the fact them being very glossy and aspirational. And I've just found her to be a very kind of positive light in a very stormy outlook at the moment. So what's that? What's hers? Lord Lucy. Well, I've got another one um, just on the Lucy theme. It's actually my brother's girlfriend, um, Lucy Tidmarsh. And her, um, her account is at Lucy... At Lucy Lou, with five O's, underscore mm. yoga. Um, and she's actually put some really cool things on her stories. Um, so Lucy was working in um, in London, in the big smoke, pretty intense job, decided to move back to the West Country. Um, it's got a lovely little place in Taunton and is now a yoga instructor. So anyone in Taunton area that um, listens to this podcast, make sure you... One, give Lucy a follow, but two, get along to her um, yoga sessions because, um, yeah, she's starting out and is doing great things. Okay, well, my last one is um, a friend of mine, Mikey Rowe, who um, you know as well from your UIC days. Um, he has got his own podcast, and I want to give that a bit of a shout out. Um, it's called Cat Flap Chats. Mikey is known as Cat Flap. One of those self-ordained nicknames, I'm not going to lie. Um, but he has got his own podcast now and it's very much like he doesn't come at this from a broadcast perspective that's not his background that's not his bag but he's somebody who has got lots of friends loves a chat and he basically shares a beer with people and he's had some really interesting guests on he had john davis on there last week john the fox um so yeah i just thought i'd give him a bit of a shout out somebody else for you guys to listen to um yeah and that's that's me that's me done Nice. Well, let's put all those on our um, Instagram because 
some people might not have stayed on the whole length of this podcast. Um, but the other thing we want is any topics that people want yeah, us to chat we've about. Yeah, got no rugby to talk about. Um, I'm sure we can talk our way through anything, as we did a 24-hour flight on the way back from Australia yeah. just over a year ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, give us hit us up on social media, give us some topics, and uh, we'll be delighted to chat about it. See you soon, guys. Stay safe. Bye, tryhards. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 